Shalom to all. Today's office ten stuff Yud Zayin. We are starting thirteen lines from the top at the two dots. And today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Maris Miriam, Sarah Basar, Yaakov, Meisha, Her Nisham Shadav and Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Yontif Ben Rav Asher Anshol, His Nisham Shadav and Aliyah, and in honor of the yard site of Rav Baruch Ben Rav Gershon, His Nisham Shadav and Aliyah, and he should be a male to Yosef for his family and all of Klal Yisrael. And the Mishnah said, Shalosh Tani Sarishoynis Anche Mishmar Masan of Loy Mashlimin. The Mishnah digressed to speak about the Anche Mishmar and the Anche Beisav. So remember, the Kohanim were divided into twenty-four Mishmaris, each Mishmar serving the base of Mikdash a week at a time on rotational basis. Each Mishmar was further divided into seven Batei Av, each base Av serving one day. So even though the other Batei Av weren't serving that day, there were still the reserves. They were on standby, the bench warmers, just in case the Vodah got hectic, they would be called up to help out. So this specific halach that we begin with is that the Anche Mishmar are allowed to drink wine at night, whereas the Anche base Av aren't allowed to. So the Gemara says, Tonarabon, we have a brass of Bnei Ma'ar Anche Mishmar, Mutar Lishes Yam Balela, Savaloi Why is it the Anche Mishmar allowed to drink wine at night but not during the day? That's because Shamatech Bar Avoida Al Anche base Av. Perhaps there's going to be too much Avoida for the people of the base Av for the kind of they're serving that day in the and therefore the Anche Mishmar, they're going to come and help out, and therefore they're not allowed to have drunk wine, because we know that a Kayan is not allowed to do if he drunk wine. Now, why is the Anche Besav aren't allowed to drink during the day or at night? That's They're always doing Avoida even at nighttime. Now, the Brass continues, from here they say, meaning from the fact that a Kayan is not allowed to drink wine, even though it's not really his day to do the Avoida in the Besav Mikdash, because maybe he's going to be called up. So from here they say, the any Kayan, even nowadays, after the destruction of Besav Mikdash, he knows the Mishmaris that he came from, and he even knows the base Av that he came from. He's able to trace his family tree all the way back. And Vyadeya Shabbat Avasiv Kavuin Sham, he knows that his base Av was actually set in the base of Mikdash. There were some Bate Av that actually didn't serve the base of Mikdash. Perhaps there was some sort of soul or something like that. So he knows that his base Av actually served in the base of Mikdash. So Asr Lishayan Kal Isayim, he's not allowed to drink wine that entire day that his base Av is supposed to serve because the base of Mikdash might be rebuilt and he's gonna have to do Avaida that day. So he's not allowed to drink wine that day. Now the Makam Shmarta, the Ain Makam Shmar's base Av Shalai, this kind he knows which Mishmeres he comes from, but not the base Av that he comes from. But he knows that his base Av, meaning his Mishmeres, actually did serve in the base of Mikdash. He's not allowed to drink wine that entire week. Again, the base of Mikdash might be rebuilt, and that might be his day to serve in the base of Mikdash. Now, let's say let's say he doesn't know which Mishmeres he comes from or the base Av he comes from. But he knows that whichever one he did come from, he has a tradition that they used to serve in the base of Mikdash. So he's not allowed to drink wine the entire year because it could be the base. Mikdash is going to be rebuilt, and that day that it's rebuilt is actually his day that he's supposed to do Avaida, so he's not allowed to drink wine the entire year. Now, Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe tells us that Imrani, I say, really, a Kayin should never be allowed to drink wine, even if he knows exactly which Mishmaris and which base Avi comes from, who says the rotation that he thinks is actually the proper rotation. So it's possible that he's going to have to serve in the base Mikdash the day that it's built, even though, according to his calculation, it doesn't work out. So really, a Kayin should never be allowed to drink wine. What am I supposed to do, says Rebbe? The takana, the remedy, the reason why a kain is allowed to drink wine is because of the kalkala, because he's not able to do avoda. The base of Mikdash hasn't been rebuilt for so many years, so really kahanim are allowed to drink wine. And Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Kaman Shasu in a kahani chamro, according to whom do kahanim nowadays drink wine? Karebi, it's according to Rebbe. Rebbe allows kahanim to drink wine nowadays. And we had further said in the Mishnah that Anche Mishmar, Anche Maimed, Asurun Lesapr Lechabes, they are not allowed to take a haircut or launder their clothing the week of their Mishmar, but on Thursday, Mutar Bnechvat Shabbos, they are allowed to do so because of Kavad Shabbos. Now the Gemara asks my time, well, why is it they're not allowed to take a haircut or launder their clothing on the week of their Mishmar? He says, So they don't come into their Mishmar unkempt and disheveled. If they know that they're allowed to get a haircut and wash their clothing the week of their Mishmar, so they're not going to bother doing so beforehand and we don't want them coming in all unkempt. And Tan Rabbanu, we have a Brisa. A king, he has to take a haircut every day. A king has to take a haircut every hour of Shabbos. And a king has to take a haircut minimum once every 30 days.
days, meaning he's not allowed to go more than 30 days without taking a haircut. And Melch Mestabra B'chal Yoy Mai Taima, why is it that a king has to get a haircut every day? Amr Rabbi Abar Zabda, Amr Kral, the Pasuk says, Melch B'yoyfei Techazene Necha, your eyes shall see the king in his beauty, and that means that every day he has to look good and handsome and groomed. Kohen Gadol Meir Shabbos, Lair Shabbos Mai Taima, why is it a Kohen Gadol has to take a haircut every hour of Shabbos? Amr Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, Hayol Mishmar Smitchachai, since a new Mishmar comes into the base of Mikdash every hour of Shabbos, so the Kohen Gadol has to look groomed and fit when they're coming in, so he can greet them looking proper. And Kohen Hedyat Achos Shleshim Yaminol, and how do we know that a Kohen Hedyat has to take a haircut once every 30 days maximum? Asya para para mi Nazir, we have Xer Shava para para from Nazir. Xev Hachat says over here about Kohanim, Beroshim Lega Lechu, Fer Loisha Lechu, they're not allowed to shave their heads and they're not allowed to grow out their hair. Xev Hassam, it says over there about Nazir, Kadeshia Gadel para Saroshai, that he shall grow out his hair. So Malalan Shleshim, Afkan Shleshim, just like over there, Nazir, he has to grow out his hair for a minimum of 30 days, so to over here, a Kohen is not allowed to grow out his hair for more than 30 days. I'm Nazir Gufay Minolan, how do we know that a Nazir has to grow out his hair for 30 days? Amrav Masna, Stam Nazir Shleshim Yaminolan, how do we know that Stam Nazir, so if a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir, and he doesn't say how long he's going to be a Nazir for, that means that he's going to be a Nazir for 30 days. So Amrav the Pasuk says, Yeah, yeah, he shall be. Begamatria, Tlasen Hava, Yeah, Gematria, the numerical value is 30. 10 plus 5 plus 10 plus 5 is 30. So therefore, we see a 30 day minimum for a Nazir. But now, Amrav Papa Labai, Papa Asabai, Vidilma Hachikam Rahmana, perhaps this is what the Pasuk is saying, the one that's talking about Kaihanim, Loilirbu Klau, the Kaihanim aren't allowed to grow their hair at all. It says, who perhaps then implies they're not allowed to grow their hair at all, and they would have to get a haircut every single day. So Amrlea, by a response to Papa, you have a kasav loyishalchu pera kidukamrit, it would be exactly like you said. But hashidhsev upera loyishalechu, now that the Pasuk says, and grown hair they shall not grow out, pera lihava, that means it is allowed to be considered para, which means hair which is grown out already, but shaluche hudalayushalchu, they're just not allowed to continue growing it out. So Kahanim are allowed to grow their hair to stage where it's considered para, but they're not allowed to grow it anymore. And para means 30 days, so kind at maximum is allowed to grow his hair out for 30 days, but then he has to get a haircut. Ask the Gemara, even nowadays, Kayhanim shouldn't be allowed to grow their hair out. So the Gemara answers, We compare a Kayin growing his hair out to a Kayin drinking wine. Just like the Isser of drinking wine is Bizman Bia Huda Asr. It's only Asr when he's going to be going into the base of Mikdash. But if he's not going to be going into the base of Mikdash, he's allowed to drink wine. So to over here, he's allowed to grow his hair out if he's not going to be going into the base of Mikdash. And nowadays, we don't have a base of Mikdash, so a Kayin is allowed to grow his hair out more than 30 days. Ask the Gemara, Vatanya, we just had in Nebraska. Rebbe Aimer Rebbe said, Aimerani, I say, Kayhanim Asurim Lush Desiyan Lo'ilam, the Kayhanim really should be Asur to drink wine forever. Avomaesa, what am I supposed to do? Said Rebbe Shetakonosi Kalkolosoi, the reason why he's allowed to drink wine is because of the Kalkola that we don't have the base of Mikdash and he can't do Avaida. And Vamar Abai, Abai had said on that, Kaman Shasua in the Kayhani Chamro, according to whom do Kayhanim nowadays drink wine? Yodayanam Bezan Tapku Rebbe, Kayhanim drink wine based off what Rebbe said. And Michal, that implies Rabbanan Asi, that Rabbanan Asur Kayhanim from drinking wine nowadays, and by that same token, Kayhanim should not be allowed to grow out their hair. So my answer is no. My time, why is it Rabban would say that even nowadays Kayhanim aren't allowed to drink wine because Meheri Bona Beis Hamikdash the Beis Hamikdash should be rebuilt speedily in our days. Meheri Menu Amin Sela will be in on kind of royal avoid of leka, and we're going to need a kind that's able to do avoid right now. We're not going to have one because they're going to have junk wine, and that's why it's also for them to drink wine. But Hach over here regarding a kind that has his hair too long after them stop revile, he could just get a haircut and then go into the Beis Hamikdash. So there's no reason to ask for a kind from growing his hair out nowadays. Ask the Gemara Yachi. If so, if that's your chashbin, Shisuyai Nami after the Gani Port of Ail, a kind that drank wine also, he could just go to sleep a little bit and then he could go into the Beis Hamikdash. Bar Abba, just like what Rabbi Bar Abba said, to Amar Rabbi Bar Abba, Derech Mil, if a person walks the distance of a mill, which is 2,000 Amas, Vishayna Kalshahu, or they sleep even a little bit, Mephigina Sayayin, that decreases the effects of the wine. So it shouldn't be also for Kayam to drink wine nowadays either, because they could just go to sleep once the Beis Hamikdash is built and then they'll wake up and then they'll go do Avaida right away. So we say that can't be, because Lavit Marla, didn't we already say on that, Amar Nachman, Amar Rabbi Ravua, Loishanu, this is only taught that you could go to sleep for a little bit, Alex Shasa Shirivias, that's only if he drank only Rivias. Aval Shasa Yosem Rivias, if he drank more than Rivias, then Kalshakain Shetarech Matri for sure, if he walks along the way, that's going to make him even more tired.
tired and more fuzzy minded and going to sleep is actually going to make him more drunk so since there's no real way for kind that has drunk wine to do avoid in the base hamikdash right away there's no easy way out we just say according to the chamim that they're not allowed to drink wine even nowadays however with a haircut they could just get a haircut right away so there's no problem for kind nowadays to grow out his hair now Rashi Amr he gives a different answer a kind which is drunk wine if he does avoid in the base hamikdash it's possible it's mechali avoida so therefore the rabbanon were geyser that even nowadays he's not allowed to drink wine but perui rush to like mechali avoida like gazbur rabbanon if a kind has long hair it's not going to create a chill on the avoida meaning the avoida is not going to be possible if he does avoida with long hair so therefore they weren't geyser the gemara says we have a question we have a brass that says ve'elu shehen misa the following kaihanim are chayv misa b'day shemaim shesuya yain upirui rush a kind which has drunk wine and one that has long hair and mishleim shesuya yain behedik sibhu we understand that a kind which has drunk wine it's written explicitly in the Torah yain v'sheicher al teisht do not drink wine or old wine and the pasuk continues atu musu you and your sons and they will not die so we see that if a kain has drunk wine so then he would be chayv misa b'day shemaim elaperui resh minalan how do we know that a kain that has long hair is also going to be chayv misa tachsev the pasuk says v'roshim loigalechu per loishalechu uksev asrein right afterwards it says v'yain loyishtu kol kain b'vaymal chatzra pnimis and any kain which is going to be going into the chatzra pnimis meaning going into the base hamikdash they are not allowed to have drunk wine and the iskesh perui rush l'suyayin we clearly have a comparison a hekesh in between a kain that has long hair and one that has drunk wine just like a kind which has drunk wine, he's going to be chayv So to a kind that has long hair, he's going to be chayv And here's the conclusion of the question. We know from there we could say that just like they create a hill on the avayda, the avayda is possible. So after he rush the mechale avayda, so too perui rush if they have long hair, that's also going to create a hill on the avayda. And here's a kasha on Ryan Baraba. So we take out the parentheses and we conclude with the word kasha. You're right, it's a question. Now we had just asked an Ravashi by quoting a pasuk that compared kohanim to drink wine with those that grow out their hair. Now the Gemara says, Armelay Ravina Ravashi, Ravina asked Ravashi. Some say it was actually Ravashi asking Ravina, Ha mikmi da asi cheskel. Before Yecheskel came along and taught us this pasuk, Manamara, so who taught us this halacha? Meaning, if we learn from that pasuk in Yecheskel that long haired Kayanim and those that imbibed a bit are compared and that they would be liable to Misabide Shemayim, well, where's that found in the Torah? It's not like Yecheskel made it up. We know this halacha comes from beforehand, so there must be a source somewhere in the Torah for it. And since there isn't a source in the Torah, it must be that this comparison of long haired Kayanim and Shasui Yain isn't valid. So Amr Lehi responded, According to your logic, we do not learn this from Tyrus Moshe, meaning there's no source in the Tyra that a kain which is an RL that doesn't have a bris milah is not allowed to do avayda. But when we differ kabbalah we learn it from the Nevi'im, because the pasuk says, "Call ben nechar erol leve erol basar loyavayal mikdashi." He's not to come to meisam mikdash to do avayda. But hamikmi da asi yecheskel manamaro. Who said it before Yecheskel came along? And we know that this halach existed before Yecheskel came along. El gemara gamirla. It must be that it actually was a tradition from Moshe Rabbeinu v'asi yecheskel v'asmachakra, and Yecheskel came along and he just now created a pasuk. We have a pasuk now to lean it on, but it actually came from Moshe Rabbeinu. Hachanami. So it's over here. We could say Gemara Gamrila. This halacha already came from Moshe Rabbeinu. Vasi Yecheskel Vas Mechakron. Yecheskel came along, and he now established it on a pasuk, and therefore there's no question. And we had said in the Mishnah, Kol Kasim Megillas Tainus Deloy the Mispid Lefan of Asur LaAcher of Mutter. And the Mishnah we had mentioned a number of halachas regarding days written about Megillas Tainus. And remember, these days were considered like minor Yom Tovim. And Atan Rabban we have a Brisa. Ilin Yemaya Deloy the Sana Behind Mitzvah and Deloy the Mispid Behind. These are days that you are not allowed to fast on them, and some of them you're not allowed to even eulogize. From Nisan until the eighth of Nisan, they established something about the carbon tamid, and therefore behind those days are also to eulogize on. And of course, you're not allowed to fast on those days. What exactly happened? There's a great debate between the Chacham and the Tzadikim about where the funds used to purchase the carbon tamid come from. As we know, the Chacham argued that the yearly machzah shekel donated by every Jewish male of age was used for the tamidim, and these were communal funds. The Tzadikim argued that tamidim should be donated privately. Now, this debate lasted until the eighth of Nisan, until the Chacham finally convinced the Tzadikim, and those eight days were established as a minor yontif. And the Rasa continues, Metmanya Bay from the 8th of Nisan Ad Saif Mayada until after.
Easter Pesach, Itaisif Chag of the Shvuah, they were able to establish when the Chag of Shvuah says, and then therefore they said, Deloy of Misbah, behind your knowledge of Yulajaz on those days, and of course your knowledge of fast. What is that talking about? Well, we know that Shvuah is 50 days after the Omer is brought, and the Pasek says that the Omer is to be brought, Mimachras HaShabbos. And the Chan maintained that Shabbos here means the first day of Pesach, therefore the Omer is brought, Mimachras HaShabbos, meaning it's brought after the first day of Pesach, it's brought the second day of Pesach. Now the Baisusim argued that Mimachras HaShabbos literally means after Shabbos. The Omer is always brought on Sunday, and therefore Shavuos always falls out on Sunday. So this debate lasted until after Pesach, and those days too were established as a minor yontif. And now we analyze this. Amar Mar, we had just said, until the eighth day was established as a minor yontif. Now, why is it that we have to establish from Rosh Chodesh already is considered a yontif? Why don't we establish from the second of Nisan? Because Rosh Chodesh Gufei Yontifu, Rosh Chodesh itself is a yontif for and your knowledge fast on Rosh Chodesh or Yulujaz on Rosh Chodesh. So why is it they had to establish Rosh Chodesh as a minor yontif? It already is a yontif. So Amar Rav, he answers, The only reason why they need to establish Rosh Chodesh as a minor yontif of Megillus Tainus is to answer the day before Rosh Chodesh. As the Gemara of Shalafan of Nami, typically the Havala Yom Shalafnei Rosh Chodesh. It should be ushered to fast the day before Rosh Chodesh because it's the day before Rosh Chodesh, which is a Yontif. So why should it make a difference if it's a Yontif because of Megillus Tainus or if it's a Yontif because of Rosh Chodesh? So the Gemara answers Rosh Chodesh Dairaisu. Rosh Chodesh is a Yontif, that's Dairaisa, Udairaisa Leboy Chizuk. And something which is a day that's a Yontif Dairaisa, that doesn't need any strengthening. Titan Yuva Brisa, Hayom Ha'ilaksu Megillus Tainus, all of these days that are written about Megillus Tainus, they're minor Yom Tivim, Lifname Ulachre Masurim, it's ushered before and after them. On Shabbos and Yontif itself, it's also to eulogize and to fast. However, the day before and the day afterwards, it's permitted. And What's the difference between these days and those days? These days come from the Torah. Shabbos is in Yom Tivim. And something that comes from the Torah, that doesn't need chizik, that doesn't need strengthening. We don't need to say that it's also to fast before or afterwards because a person might accidentally fast on Shabbos or on Yontif itself. However, these days of Megillus, Tainus, they're only Midrabanan. So these days, they need chizik, they need strengthening, and therefore we have to say it's usher to fast before them and after them, lest a person come to fast on them themselves, and therefore we have to say the Rosh Chodesh Nisan actually is considered a minor yontif in order to usher fasting the day before Rosh Chodesh. And we continue analyzing the Bray. So, Amar Mar, Mitman Yibayat, Saif Mayada, from the eighth day until after Pesach, Itais of Chagad they established the Chagad Shvuas, Delayla Misbid, you're not allowed to eulogize, you're not allowed to fast. Now, Lamali at Saif Mayad, why is it they had to establish until after Pesach as usher? Lema Ad Hamayid, why they say up until Pesach? Because Umayid Gufei Yantafu, Pesach itself is a yontif for usher, and of course you're not allowed to fast or eulogize on Pesach. So Amar Rav Papa, he answers, Kida Amar Rav, just like Rav answered our previous question, The only reason why we had to establish all of Pesach as a minor yontif is to say that even the day after Pesach, you're not allowed to fast. So to over here, The only reason why we had to establish all of Pesach as a minor yontif, even though we know you're not allowed to fast or eulogize on Pesach, is to answer the day after Pesach. We're going to stop here for the day, even though it's right in the middle of the sugya, and we're going to pick up tomorrow asking questions on our explanation of the Brisa. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.